All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for another beautiful day. And we do pray, Lord, as we uh, look into your word, that uh, you'd help us to learn from it, Lord, be our teacher and guide, uh, so that uh, the things that we take from this, Lord, we can apply, we can use uh, to better serve you. And uh, we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Colossians chapter uh, chapter 1, we're looking at uh, God the Son. We ended last week with the question, how can the church recognize Jesus as its head? I thought about that through the week. Um, figure if, if we're, of course, saved and we're being sanctified, that's made more like Christ, and we're serving the Lord, uh, those are pretty decent ways, um, easy to remember, that we can recognize Jesus as, as the head of our church, of our little body. Uh, the next question uh, comes up is how can uh, believers know what Jesus wants their church, uh, and this is kind of two parts, uh, to do and what does he want us to be? And really if we, if we be what we should be, we will do what we should do. Right? So uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? How can believers know? How can we know what Jesus wants us to be and, 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 and how can we know what he wants us to do? Sarah Rose. So you mean all I've got to do is like read the Bible and do what it says? Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, that's it. We, we read scripture and we do what it says. Uh, you know, we, we learn a lot about Jesus uh, in the Gospels, but if we, if, if we just stay there, we, we miss a lot of uh, deeper information about him. We learn how to live for him through, through the epistles, through the letters. Uh, we we get a, a deeper insight into uh, you know how how they did things and and if you can find <coughs> the, those early early church history writings not that those are equivalent to scripture by any means but we see what they did and we see their understanding of of what the word of God says we can use that as commentary uh, if they understood it a certain way them being closer to uh, you know, the writings themselves, then, then we, can, we can get some pretty good insight as to whether we're on track or not with this. Um, so that, that's really Sarah's best answer we can, we can have. How do we know what Jesus wants us to do and to be? Well, if, if Scripture is our only authority, our only rule of faith and practice, what we believe and then what we do with what we believe, and that's really the best answer you can give. Um, know what the Word of God says, and then do what the Word of God says. Uh, when Jesus speaks about the church, uh, about assemblies being called out, when Paul, uh, through inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is writing to churches, teaching them or helping them solve problems, uh, we, we learn from those things just exactly what Jesus expects the church to be. And, and now, what, what does Jesus expect the church to be? Okay. We're to be one, um, and I think I think if we're, if we were all one, and He was really dwelling in each one of us, and we were filled, and we were in unity, and we were one, then who knows that the, yeah, the, the sky's the limit as far as right. the building the kingdom goes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a, a great um, power in good, solid, biblical unity. Right? When, when we all are on the same page, going the same direction, at the same pace, doing the same thing, uh, you know, we... Uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a very effective st strategy. Uh, I mean, we use it in our warfare tactics. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's worked down through the centuries. Yeah, if you can divide, you can conquer. Yeah. Media. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 divide us. They're, we're much easier to conquer. When we are unified, when we're cohesive, uh, then. You know, when we are undivisible, indivisible, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 hard, it, it's much more difficult to uh, render us ineffective then. Uh, that's, that's just the way it works. So, <clears throat> okay, any, any other input on that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, yep. There's very specific instances or situations. They had, um, oh, if I remember, I don't remember, you might remember this. Um, he had, uh, usually he had good, something good to say, uh, and then he had something that needed improvement, if we wanted to be nice about it. There's one that he, he, that didn't need any improvement, just needed encouragement. And I think there was one he didn't say anything nice about but I don't remember which ones those are off the top of my head. Um, but, but as a quick checklist, you know, yeah, we can, we can look at that and see. Um, you know, is, is Jesus our head, first of all? What does that look like? What does our head then want us to do? Uh, who does he want us to be? <clears throat> well, if he's our head, uh, then we ought to be a reflection of him, um, not necessarily in what we look like, uh, well, that's part of it, but in, in our activity, you know, what we, how we live out our life. Um, so, yeah. Any others? All right, then, all right, one more, one more question here. How do we develop, then, this proper understanding of, of remembering uh, before whom we stand? Um, when we when we come to church, how do we develop this? Remembering that that when we gather together, we're in the presence of God. Uh, that we're standing here, we're here to worship uh, the Lord God Almighty. How do we develop that understanding that you know we come and it's not just to get together and have fun. It's not just to listen to me ramble on. Um, you know, it's not just eat lunch afterwards, uh, but what we do when we gather has a very specific scriptural purpose. Okay, how do we develop that proper understanding that when we gather together, it's, um, I mean, yes, there, there is to be joy and <clears throat> to some level enjoyment, um, but really God's the one who should get the most enjoyment out of us gathering together. Um, so we don't have to come in with, you know, sour faces and, you know, we can't, you know, talk or, you know, we have to be quiet and hush whispers, you know. It's not like that, but, but yet this isn't just a casual get-together either. 
right? Um, I mean, we, we're here to, to learn and to worship, and we can enjoy that. Um, but, but, but how do we develop that proper understanding that, you know, we're, we're here for, for a reason, a purpose, uh, and that is to honor and glorify God, uh, to learn to go out in the world and then glorify God by the way we live. So how, how would we develop that kind of understanding that this is more than just a social event? Okay, thy word have a hit in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Okay, so Holy Spirit's not going to just dump his word into your head. You have to actually learn it, memorize it, work at it. Yeah. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, one of the things about meeting together, I mean, we're all in the Word, we're, you know, say we're, you know, we're doing everything. I think, you know, we have a biblical responsibility to hold another accountable. Um, and I don't think that means we go looking for stuff. You know, we don't, we don't sit and put everyone under a microscope. But I think that, uh, you know, uh, being lovingly honest with people and, uh, because we're not even honest with ourselves, you know. That's true, yeah. And, and we have a responsibility to help, uh, you know, what's the word, uh, you know, lift people, get people to work, you know, help in the sanctification process. And if we pat people on the back when they're in sin, we're, we're part of the problem, you know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you do it. I've never, you know, you can lovingly, I have lovingly just, sat down and they just blow up and it's obvious to everybody and then you can really get mad at somebody and let them have it and then they're like man you're right and then and you know just totally the opposite and uh i know it's be kind and these different things but i think we have a responsibility to one another here no, nobody yeah. else cares about us you know they yeah. say they do but if they don't know yeah, Christ, no. yeah they won't be able to care yeah, for us the way, way that we need to care for one another yeah there's um of course, you don't want to fleece the flock, right? That's, but we don't want to police the flock either. You know, we, we don't show up to people's doors and we don't look what's in your refrigerator. You know, we don't look under your mattress. None of that stuff. None of that stuff. Uh, we were part of a church a while back that kind of did that kind of thing. It, it's creepy and it's wrong. Uh, but, there, but there needs to be a vulnerability amongst each other. And, and an openness, a willingness to be taught, a willingness to be rebuked when, when rebuke is necessary. Uh, but that, 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 that's got to be handled correctly on both sides. You know, um, then you've got the whole you know, Matthew teaching, make sure the, you know, the beam's out of your eye before you go looking for the moat in somebody else's and all of that. But... Um, and while that's important, I, th I think it is a little bit off here of how, how we work on understanding that when we come together, um, there, there is a weight to this. There is a gravity. Um, again, 
we don't want to be a bunch of sour pusses and, and we don't want to be afraid to you know, lift our voice and we don't want to be afraid to express an idea. Um, but but this, is, this is different than just like meeting at the beach for a cookout, right? I mean, I mean spiritual things happen in a setting like this that just isn't going to happen in another setting. Eternal things will happen, happen in a setting like this that won't happen in another setting. So, so how, how, how do we kind of develop that, that understanding that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not just going to church, but I'm going to meet with God with other believers? Right. That, that's the big one. Yeah. And if that didn't happen, there's no reason to do anything else. Not, I, yeah. I wouldn't be here. Right. And uh, so, um, and for those that are regenerated, we're regenerated with that very same life. And if you're regenerated and, they're regenerated, and then you come together, it, it, that, that, that life, that, that, that life comes together, that's the unity. But, but we're here, you know, what brings us here and we're going to, edify one another, but we believe the same things, hopefully, to a, to a you know, 99 percentile. And it's, I think that the enormity of it, the gravity that you said, is that eternal things, but it, it just all hinges on the death, burial, and right? First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, and when he walked out of that grave, the father said he was satisfied with the, with the sacrifice, and now we have a reason to meet together. Had he, had he stayed dead, we, we don't have a reason to even be here. Right, right. And, uh, so anyway, I mean, that's kind of where I'm, I think it all hinges on, of course, the gospel, but that empty tomb, and, and that same power that, that, however you want to look at it, whether the Father raised him, he raised himself. You know, well, it says, it says both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We have that same power when we ask for it. Right. In spiritual things. And that's a lot of power in here this morning. Yeah. And then he promises of two or three guys, he's here too. Yeah. So, I mean, Anyway, that's so, so with, with that much concentrated power, how, how do we, and I'm not looking for an answer for, for this one, how, how do we approach then, then coming here? Do, do, we, do, we, are, do, we, do we prepare ahead of time to meet together? Do we individually prepare ahead of time to meet together? Um, I mean, do we look forward to Sunday? Do we keep our Saturdays quiet and, and, and so we can get in the right frame of mind? Do we ask the Lord to prepare our hearts through the week for what's going to happen on Sunday? Uh, because what, what happens here, uh, it, 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 it's... We expect God to work and act in us. Then we ought to make sure we're, we're ready and willing for him to work and act in us.
just the first verse, brethren, we have met to worship and adore the Lord our God. Will you pray with all your power while we try to preach the word? <clears throat> all is vain unless the spirit of the Holy One comes down. Brethren, pray. The holy manna will be showered all around. We, uh, we come together. If we came together, as Bill talked about, as one, and we had a purpose in mind of God showing up because we showed up. Because God's in us. He indwells us. If we show up, He's here. And uh, so many times we don't show up. Yeah, we're, we're here, but we don't show up. Yeah, we're here, but we're not here. You know, we're here, but then we're looking at what's going to happen next week. Oh, I've got this thing going on Monday, and then oh, I've got that meeting Thursday morning, and 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 yeah, we're here, but we're not engaged. Yeah. They were. Yeah, they they were they were um, engaged. They were committed. Um, yeah. So how how do we develop that? How do we get that understanding of what happens on Sunday morning? Needs to be prepared for, like starting Sunday afternoon today, <laughs> to get ready for next Sunday morning. Acts teaches that, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's a it's a again a pressing into a moving towards Christ. Um, yes, you 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 press into Him, you move towards Him, He moves towards you. So then, would would it be um, I mean, spending time in God's Word, praying as as you led, praying always? It it says. Um, to, to develop the awareness of God's presence constantly, uh, looking forward to the time when you get to, not have to, but <laughs> you get to meet with God's people and he gets to do something corporately um, that he can't do because it's corporately if we're not together. I'm, I'm, I mean, he, he will do things in us individually, but, but, but there's something about us getting together that, and he does things that he won't do if we're just straggling about, wandering around. There, there's something unique about this, this ecclesia, this called out assembly uh, that 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 he you know he again we're built for community and and he does stuff in community that he doesn't do individually. 
So there needs to be a looking forward to this, um, um, a, an anticipation of, of what is God going to do today. And, and we remember that when we, we gather together, we are as a group standing before the Lord God Almighty to worship him. But then we're also wanting to hear from him and we want him to work. We want him to do stuff in us. Because if we're honest with ourselves, which is difficult, uh, but if we're honest with ourselves, we, 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 we know that we need him to do something in us. We know that we're not as close as we should be, that sometimes we're not as close as we want to be, but we're scared to get too close. But we want him to work, right? We want him to draw us in and we want him to purify us and, and we want him to work in us so that we live for him. Right? Okay. So that means we've got to prepare to come together. It, 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 it can't be haphazard. You know, it, <coughs> Even in our daily devotions, you know, we should take the time before we get started reading and praying to recognize who God is, but to take care of our sins and be right with God before we get into his word and read what he has for us. And it's the same as on Sunday, because we do that. We pray before we leave home or when we get here, just asking God to help us remember before whom we stand yeah. and confessing our sins so that our sin doesn't hinder what the Holy Spirit could do here. Right. And just mentally making that, taking our thoughts captive changing our thoughts to I'm meeting with God today. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there, there is the aspect that, all right, I'm in God's presence all the time, whether I remember it or not. Okay, yeah. The, there is that. Um, but uh, he, he ordained that his followers meet on the first day of the week together. Okay. He wants us to get together. He, we need the community. Um, just as as we wouldn't, um, and right, let me, because I know we're all kind of in different places here. Um, so instead of using the president, let's say the Queen of England. Okay, we're going to meet the Queen of England. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If I'm if I'm working under my truck, changing a brake rotor, and I'm all nasty and stuff. And Becky comes out and says, hey, the Queen of England's stopping by in 45 minutes. I, I, am, I am not going to, well, okay, fine, I'll just catch her here in the driveway. You know, I'm going to keep working. I'm going to go inside, I'm going to shower, and I'm going to spruce up. I might even put on a tie, maybe even a suit to meet the Queen of England. I'm going to get myself cleaned up and ready to present myself to her. Now, now, God looks on the outside, man. No, God looks on the inside, man looks on the outside. So, so, so we're not talking about the way we dress or, or, or how we clean up before we meet God. 
uh, and there is the, the aspect that God is our, is our Father and that we're as accepted in Christ as Christ is accepted. Uh, but, but still, we're, there, there is this holy fear and reverence that we're to have for God our Father and we're to get ready to meet him, to, to, to clean up inside, not you know outside, um, but to have our sins confessed and 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 you know, forsaken to 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 have our hearts prepared to step into the presence of the king um, and and yes he is our father and he is our daddy and it's like we can crawl up into his lap and pray and just fall asleep in his arms and yes all of that is true but we have to remember that that the daddy whose lap we're falling asleep in is the Lord God Almighty creator of the universe. We need to remember that too. Phil, did you have? Um, About crawling up into the lap of the Lord and falling asleep, but but remembering who he is. Yeah. Because you invest in what is happening. Yeah, yeah it's just been a habit. Yeah. We did it uh, even when I was married, and we'd go to the old church. You know, 
know, we would take time with the family, go through the everybody and pray on the way up. And, and uh, I, I just not, you know, just don't show up. Yeah. You know, because there's warfare going on here. Right. You know, right. this isn't a coffee club. You know, this is, this is a battle for souls for all of eternity. I would never really think that way. Yeah. And it, well, it's overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a way to try to prepare and, and get kind of legalistic about it. Uh, which if we do, of course, we defeat the purpose. And, right, yeah. right. But... Um, well, it's a hard issue. Yeah, yeah. So, so you stay tender to the leading of the Spirit according to His Word. And, and, and you, you know, all the, all the spiritual warfare passages that we find always deal with our mind and our thoughts. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a matter of placing your mind in the right groove, the right track. Um, remembering that, you know, yeah, we're coming to do something and, and God's going to do something and we just want to be ready and cooperating with him instead of fighting with him. And if we don't come prepared, we're really fighting against God. Not, not realizing it, but if we're not, if we haven't prepared to come to hear from God and to fellowship with his people and to be encouraged and to encourage, you know, then we miss and the body doesn't get done in it what needs to be done. The world system seems to have gone and everyone knows it's the direction of I'm coming to church. I just turned the TV off before I left the house. So I'm coming to church to continue that entertainment. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know going to meet with Almighty God because he's going to convict me and he's going to change me and I'm going to have to make some choices. So I'm going to come and, and there's a list. Uh, you know, I've been to churches where they go, well, I can't go to that church. They only sing hymns. This was like yeah, last year. Yeah. And it's like, for 20 minutes, you can't just sing hymns. Do you know the stories of the hymn writers? Right. Do you know how they yeah. And it's like, well, I, I need this. No, no. You need a light show. Yeah. A cl clown to come out with the big feet. And but you know, we'd, we'd, we'd be as guilty as, as they are if we don't come with our hearts and minds prepared. You know, we essentially are doing the same thing. We're coming ill-prepared to hear from the God we say that we love, right? When Jesus wanted to draw near to God the Father, he would go and pray himself. Yeah, yeah, he would withdraw, yeah. Draw near to God. And when he met to with Satan, he used the word of God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, which would, would, would I know that this is off off track, but I mean, can can you imagine the word using the word? Uh, I mean, though I mean, he he is the word, and he's using the word. Uh, as, that just gives me chills when I think about that. But it's just aside, yeah. Yeah, the word was with God, and the word was God. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's. What else would he use? Yeah. You know, the same thing on every question comes right back up. You get to know the word better through the word. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no other way. No. Sanctify them through thy word. Word. Yes, yes. Sanctify them through thy word. Yeah. And if it's that, we'll go all the way back to what Sarah Rose said. Uh, you got to read the word of God and do what it says. Just read the Word of God and do what it says. And you know, there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a, 
say do what it says. You know, when you first start reading the word, you're not going to want to do what it says. Not at first. The more you no. read the word, the more change comes yeah. in you. Yeah. Yeah. Where you want to do what the word says, mm-hmm. but the, that's a part of the sanctifying work. And we can't do it on our own, and God doesn't want us to do it on our own. He wants to do it through us. Remember, it, it, it says in Philippians um, that he works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So, so he, through his, through his word, through the work of his spirit, he even gives us the desire to obey him. And then he gives us the ability to obey him. Uh, but it's all tied to what his spirit does through his word in us. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm sensing the theme. The word of God may be kind of important for us um, getting together, gathering. Yeah, I think so. Becky had a wonderful point. was on Jesus not alone. Yeah. Yeah, um, isolated. Yeah, kids, we don't like my, that. My daughter, my oldest daughter, is the only one that uh, I think my five, but that maybe my older but but that, that can really just spend time alone, do devotions, read. Um, she's practiced piano, uh, go for walks, you know, go to the gym or whatever, go out to eat with her friends, um, and then come back and just be alone and relax watch a, a movie or just you know, whatever, read a book. And the rest now have been raised in that generation. They can't. I mean, I, I've never seen so many sleepovers. And I know I had a few growing up, but I mean, this is sometimes, you know, they'll ask the same guy to spend the night three nights in a row, you know? And I'm, I'm just like, just relax. You know, don't you like your alone time? And I've learned as I've grown that what the Lord wants you to be alone for it's not just so you can get away from it all, but that's where you discover him in a, in a deeper way. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a be still and know that I am God. It's, yeah, it's it, it's stopping all the um, auxiliary input, you know, yeah. unplugging and pulling away, not just from the media, although that's a big a big part of it nowadays. It's it, it's pulling away so there's no other voices. Yeah. That are distracting you, so you can hear that still small voice. Well, when people say, "Oh yeah, I spent yeah. the weekend alone and really unwound," you know, what'd you do? You know, I mean, you're a Christian, you know what? I, they had a gun smoke marathon on TV Land, you know, and it's like, well, okay, yeah. gun smoke's a pretty cool show, but <laughs> I like not, it. Yeah, not 63 in a row. Yeah, you know, and weekend, so. and that that's not really the being still, the being quiet, at the right. the stopping of the movement. So, so that you can you can hear God speak. People are afraid of that. I think I, I think they're afraid. I, I know I could be because I got like, when I go to bed at night, I like to turn the radio, whether it's moody or whatever. And and it's like, but if I turn it off completely, it's cold and no, not cold. It's dark, and then I, I'm here. The Holy Spirit, He might get really deep, but if I could cover it up with some worship song or some you know curtain, whatever His name is. Um, and uh, the talk show host. So I can, it's still a distraction. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with listening to Moody or right, whatever, yeah, but, but we, we know the Holy Spirit, he's trying to get in there and, yeah. and do some deep cutting. And, uh, you know, I got uh, I got some text to send right now, Holy Spirit, and I got some, uh, yeah. you know. 
often often people are afraid of of, of the quiet uh, because of, of really it's their own thoughts. They don't want to be alone with their own thoughts because um, they've not learned to take those thoughts captive, uh, and and they've got all the all the negative negative thoughts, all, all you know the voices, you know sometimes it's your dad, sometimes it's your mom, you know sometimes it's the boss and. And you don't, they don't know how to turn those things off. Uh, so in, instead of, um, you know, pulling away and getting quiet and dealing with, with those, those things, they just keep noise going so they can't hear the thoughts that are going in their head. Um, while we understand that, though, the, that's a really different issue. They, they need to be dealt with and, and quieted and, you know, taken captive once they are then you can pull away with God and his word and allow him to speak because for some reason the Holy Spirit just will not yell. Um, he, he, he just won't scream at you. So you've got to be quiet and your mind has to be quiet. Now, <laughs> we, we don't empty our mind. We don't open our mind. Okay, No, we, we guard our mind. We guard our thoughts. Uh, but that means we also silence the voices that <clears throat> are contradictory to Scripture so that it is quiet. So when the Holy Spirit speaks, we can, we can hear. Getting alone with God, shutting out all the other distraction, um, and not being rude to God <laughs> when when He's trying to speak, and, and you've got too many things going on. Um, you know, you said that um, God is everywhere, but this when you walk into the, the, the door, I mean, even at home, I mean, I tell the kids, you know, you know, you can't wear that; that's not really a good thing. Jeans with holes and you're in the church, you know, you're going to stand before a holy God with holes in your jeans. You need to be you need to dress appropriately, you know. We walk in the door and this is not just a building. This is God's house. This is holy ground. It 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 and it is and 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 it's not. You walk by um, but you but you, you think about that as you walk in and you're coming in yeah. to What, 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 what makes this the house of God, so to speak, is the presence of God and his people. Um, and, and while we you know, want to dress appropriately and modestly, um, you know, we, there, there is an aspect where, where this is just a building. This is, this is just material. It's just matter. Okay? It's just a room with chairs. Um, and I don't want to get all mystical and oogie and say it suddenly transforms to something different on Wednesday night and Sunday morning and ladies' Bible study and stuff. Um, but, you know, 
what what makes any place holy is the presence of God. Uh, so when 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 God and His people gather together, it becomes a very unique piece of property. Then um, that might deserve that that kind of respect. Yeah, yeah. Because he is also in the midst of just a single person. Um, so anyway, we're we're out of time, and we didn't get very far in the notes, but that's that's okay. Um, we'll uh, pick up the notes next week with verse nineteen. But uh, any other input? Right, let's have a word of prayer. Uh, Father, we thank you for this. Uh, this time in your word, Lord, for the good questions, a good discussion. And I do pray, Lord, that you would work in us, uh, that we can develop this proper understanding of, of getting ready to meet together and uh, just having you as our singular, quiet priority. Uh, help us, Lord, understand what you want us to be, what you want us to do. Uh, and, Lord, help us, again, just... Um, work in us to develop in us this this love we need for your word so that we do know what you want from us and what you want us to be and how to live for you and and how to stand before you in a way that you'd be pleased and honored we pray in jesus name amen